All right, let's talk about what you need to know for the INBDE exam. Today, we're going to be talking about another INBDE, uh, INBDE hot topic, and that's going to be about antibiotic prophylaxis for dental procedures. And this is a question that always appears on the exam. Now, as I say, always, that these are high-yield INBDE-remembered topics. Now, for a more in-depth understanding of the content, definitely you want to join one of our classes that are starting soon. And you can visit us at www.mdiprep.online, or you can give us a call at one 827 9881 if you need more in-depth knowledge. But today we're going to be talking about an INBDE high-yield topic, and that is antibiotic prophylaxis. Now, a lot of people have asked, you know, how difficult is the exam? What is this exam? Is it really that tough? And, you know, I think uh, there's a student who just took the exam in April, and I think that's the best way. Let's take a listen to what he had to say about that. I just ate lunch, and I've got maybe 10 more minutes left in my long break. So I took my first break, which was 15 minutes after the first section. Just finished up the second section, which puts me at 200 questions down and so far it hasn't been too bad there have definitely been some questions that no matter how long i would have studied for i just wouldn't know some things that i know i've seen before but i just can't quite recall and then most of the questions though you can narrow down to two answers and then sometimes it's kind of tough to choose but there are a lot of questions that there are three really, really obviously wrong answer choices and one very obvious answer choice. So it's been fairly straightforward, although the absolute worst thing taking any test happened to me. I sat down, started the test, and the very first question, no idea. That just absolutely rocks your confidence, but nerves are gone, settled in, feeling really good about how things are going. So I've got two more sections today and then Two more sections tomorrow. It just That's what we're talking about. Exact. So, uh, again, a lot of times you're going to be able to narrow those questions down to at least two answer choices. But the goal of MDI prep is to help you, even with those two answer choices, be able to pick the right answer. So today, let's jump right into what we're going to be discussing. And that's going to be this question about antibiotic prophylaxis. So <clears throat> you may get this question, a patient box, and it may say that a patient is allergic to methicillin and they need antibiotic prophylaxis for surgery. What antibiotics should you prescribe? And you're going to have some answer choices. They're going to probably say amoxicillin, uh, ceftonir, uh, clindamycin, or cephalexin. So those are the answer choices that they would give you. Well, the first thing that you've got to remember is that if they're allergic to a particular antibiotic, uh, a group of an antibiotic, then you don't want to give another antibiotic in that same group. So if a patient is allergic to methicillin, you don't want to give them any penicillin at all, whether it's amoxicillin, ampicillin, no type of penicillin whatsoever. So immediately, if they put amoxicillin as an answer choice, you can eliminate that because they, we know that they're already allergic to methicillin. So then you look at your next choice. Well, in the past, it's always been clindamycin. If you remember, it's always been clindamycin as the second option 
if they're allergic to a penicillin. But according to the American Heart Association, the American Heart Association now recommends amoxicillin for patients that qualify for antibiotic prophylaxis, right, who can take it or tolerate oral medications. Now, the ADA no longer recommends clindamycin for patients with a history of penicillin allergies due to more frequent and serious adverse uh, effects associated with clindamycin, right, or compared to other prophylactic options, including, and keep in mind this, C. difficile infection, Clostridium difficile. So one of the major side effects of clindamycin is something called pseudomembranous colitis, pseudomembranous colitis, which is basically um, a way of just saying a really, really bad diarrhea that can cause some major adverse effects. So because of these adverse effects, clindamycin is not uh, the first line therapy after uh, someone is allergic to a penicillin. So if that's the case, then what do you do? Like, what's the next option? Well, the next option is going to be a cephalosporin, in particular, a first generation cephalosporin. Now, a lot of times, most people don't know or don't have a good way of remembering your first-generation cephalosporins, and here's an easy way. I always like to think of the first-generation cephalosporins as the rich girls, okay? Your first-generation cephalosporins are your rich girls. What are their names? Lexi, Roxy, and Zoli. Lexi, Roxy, Zoli. Let me say it again. Lexi, Roxy, and Zoli. <clears throat> These are your first generation cephalosporins. Cephalexin, cephdroxyl, cephazolin. Lexi, Roxy. Everybody got that? Cephalexin, cephadroxyl, cephazolin. Okay? Those are your first generation. Now, if you noticed in the answer choices that I just gave you, I said that the answer choices were. Amoxicillin as an answer choice. Well, no, we're not going to give that because they're already allergic to penicillins. Then they had Cephdenir. Wow. Okay. That's a cephalosporin. Then they had clindamycin. Well, we said we're not going to do clindamycin because of the adverse effects of pseudomembranous colitis or cephalexin. So a lot of times, like he just mentioned, you'll be down to two answer choices, Cephdenir or cephalexin. Which one do you choose? Well, Cephalexin is a first-generation cephalosporin. That would be your answer choice on the exam. Now, remember, anytime they're talking about antibiotics, like I told you, anytime in pharmacology, always know mechanisms of action just in case. So uh, penicillins, cephalosporins, they are all basically cell wall inhibitors. They basically inhibit the bacterial cell wall. Clindamycin, on the other hand, is what we call a pro, uh, 50S ribosomal subunit inhibitor. So it basically inhibits the 50S ribosomal subunit of the bacteria. If you remember, ribosomes are important for protein synthesis. So clindamycin works basically by targeting protein synthesis by blocking the 50S ribosomal subunit. Now, there are other things that can also block the 50S ribosomal subunit, such as chloramphenicol, things like that. But you also have other um, 30S ribosomal subunits that can also be targeted, like the aminoglycosides, the tetracyclines. 
But if you want a more in-depth understanding of the different mechanisms of action, you definitely want to join the next MDI prep class because that'll give you a better foundation. But the high yield point for the test, what you need to remember for a question that's going to appear is they're going to ask you this question about a patient who's allergic to methicillin. They need some type of antibiotic prophylaxis for surgery and which one should be prescribed. Your answer should be cephalexin. So until next time, study hard, study smart. And if you need more help, visit us at www.mdiprep.online or give us a call at 1-888-827-9881. We'd love to hear anything you have a concern with. We're here to help.